Hi everyone, welcome today to Saving Alaska by Beverly Hardesty. Alaska is the last frontier. Most people that watch all the real television shows think Alaskans are already self-sufficient. During this project, project-based learning, the students will be looking at how to make Alaska self-sustaining. COVID-19 really opened everyone's eyes to how much we rely on other states and countries for many items. My colleagues and myself talked about a garden to help sustain people during this time of uncertainty. I took that a step further and will let my students pick a topic needed to help any part of the state becoming self-sufficient. Before we begin this daunting task, I would have my students do with me an activity on OutSchool or some similar um, website for online learning to build a city. That way we would know what we needed in a city like water, gas, roads, and other items to make a city self-functioning. Then as a group, I would have them do another one together um, on out school or something similar, a project-based learning activity like Disney STEM so that they understand what kind of thinking goes into a project-based learning activity. The reason I think this is important is most students want to answer correctly and will look to the teacher for reassurance that what they are saying is what we want to hear. Out-of-the-box thinking is very scary for many kids because they don't have a reference to what is correct. And making mistakes can be very difficult for some people. With mobile devices, students are able to research many things about Alaska after they pick the solution to solve. Some choices might be fruits and vegetables year-round, a garden. Some might be um, solar energy and how do we continue that solar energy during the winter months when we have less sun. Alaska has plenty of meat and fish, but we lack in a lot of other areas. Before we start this project-based learning, one example I would use is toilet paper, as it seems to be a big issue during COVID-19 and the news has made it an even bigger issue that we're gonna run out of toilet paper. Um, with the background knowledge of the previous assignments, the hope is that they would be more willing and open to this new type of teaching. So a group of students that choose this topic, for example, would have to research how toilet paper is made. What do you need to make it? Are there alternatives to toilet paper? What is the cost of making it? And so many other things they would find out along the way. Mobile devices can be used to take pictures of places where they may want to put a building or a garden or a greenhouse. It could be used to make a photo gallery on a website that created for this assignment. Some great website builders are Wix and Squarespace. Great for students that don't know a lot about website building. They can use a text-to-speech tool to write down their brainstorming on Google Drive and share it with their team. They can use Padlet to pin all the ideas in one place so that they can collaborate better and more effectively. After this collaboration time on the project and they decide what and how to do it, there are many ways they can present this final activity. They can make a podcast like us by using apps such as KidBlog, Speaker, or Storybird, to just name a few. Like one of my other colleagues recommended, Flipgrid is a great place to have discussions and feedback during creating and after the project is done. The article, Five Critical Mistakes Schools Make with iPads and How to Correct Them from Tom on the Edumed really opens up your eyes that educators, as educators, we need more training 
on the devices we use in the classroom. When using an electronic device, including mobile devices, teachers need to know or understand how the device can be used. It is not just an electronic paper and pencil. After fixing all of the glitches and doing the assignment, all, including the teacher, will have a better understanding of self and the world around us. I asked some small listeners um, what they thought about these projects and how they would feel if they had to do them. A 10-year-old boy, Colton, with high-functioning autism, stated that he thought it was okay and found, sounded fine and kind of interesting. Um, another boy, um, nine years old, said, I would love to do SimCity, and I think solving a problem for the state I live in would make me happy. When we look at our future and we look at the children in it, we need to also think about how are we going to educate them in a way that makes sense to them. How are we going to make it so that their future in the 21st century is bright and that they are able to solve the problems of the world? I would like to reference PBL Works at www.pblworks.org. Pick a project to customize and implement with your students at pblu.org um, www.teachthought.com project-based learning um, the top 10 best website builders.com and edutech.org <laughs>